Welcome back, everybody, to the Twin Chickens Podcast. We have a different kind of setup today, and I'm really excited for what's going to happen. So, we have a Bino. Hey. And we have the piano. We do. It's our lovely uh, guest, man. We're set up nicely in uh, Arturo's place. Yeah, dude. um, This is your second time coming here. And I want to say... Yeah, you've definitely moved in a lot more than the last time I've uh, I was here. Yeah, I I have so much crap just in here. Awesome. Okay. We are <laughs> we are rolling. We are okay. Three, two, one. All right, and we're back. Okay, cool. So we haven't done a podcast in my new studio or my new apartment in Ganos. Yeah, first time ever. So I'm very happy that you are here, my friend. We have a lot of catching up to do this week. We do. And so many things to talk about. First of all, what did you guys think about Gilbert from last week's podcast? Because that was... Yeah, give us your thoughts in the comments below. uh, Yeah. We had a good conversation. We covered quite a bit. I don't remember all all the things we touched on. Uh, there was there was quite a bit, man, and uh, I love having Gilbert in the studio. After we uh, we went to your grad party, I went to one of my sister's birthday parties, and I was kind of burned out because <laughs> uh, you know she was there with all her friends. She didn't really have time to talk to me or anything like that. And this uh, my youngest sister was her it was her birthday. She turned I believe thirteen um, this year, and dude, I love her to death. I love her more than anything in this world. So, like, I really wish I, I could have spent quality time with her, but I couldn't because, you know, she's around. She's not even conscious of the world yet. So, I took her to the mall. Uh, when was it? This Thursday. No, this Wednesday. And I told her, she can get whatever you want. If you ask for a pony, you can get a pony. If you ask for, like, you know, a handgun, you can get a handgun. Whatever you wanted. It's on me, right? So <laughs> What a great deal. Yeah. So, I got her a pair of shoes. Because <laughs> that's what she wanted, uh, which is pretty cool. It's, I'm glad she didn't ask for a gun or anything like that. <laughs> it was it was good, you know. It's, uh, we shared some quality time with her and my and my younger brother as well, and it was just a good time, man. Really good shit. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm so, really really happy to hear that. Yeah, dude. I'm I every time I talk to her, I love her more every every time I do. And it's it's just a shame that you know she, every, you know kids grow to be in this age where like now okay there's a rebellion side to them, and now there's like oh. I don't need this, or I, I'm not just conscious of things yet, and one day she will be. And it's like I hope that she remembers me fondly, as an old man, or whatever. <laughs> exactly. In any case, we're gonna start the show off with a little clip, man, and then we're gonna actually get into some stuff. So I hope this works out fantastic. Oh, the last thing I forgot to mention is I actually added a tip link underneath our videos. Oh, awesome. So under. Underneath in the description of our videos, obviously you'll find our Instagrams, all of our you know outreach yeah, and socials and other links that we'd probably reference in a, in any video exactly. we leave in the description. But that's that's awesome. Yeah. So the tip link is used so that you guys can send your questions in. Not only does it give us fun things to talk about, but it also supports the show in any capacity that you can. Uh, is much appreciated. Obviously, um, we're just thankful that you guys are watching and just being engaging with us. So, in any case, if you guys want to send us an anonymous question or just anything you guys want to talk about the show, such as love questions, philosophical topics, we're trying not to keep it political or religious in here, but we just try to have fun because we're just two dudes that don't even wear pants. Most of the days, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here's our first clip. Is that a pink skirt? I think so. I used to wear something similar to that. <laughs> um, 
So we went to your show uh, last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, again. So this is a uh, Graham was having a little basement party. Shout out to Graham and uh, what is it? The the Elite. Elite dip, bullshit. D- yeah, the Elite bullshit or whatever. Elite BS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, Evan is in a new band right now and he it's, uh, invited me to the show. And it was like a little pack to basement kind of thing. It was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, that night was a uh, was pretty crazy because okay, so I get there with Gilbert, right? So Gilbert gets there first, and then I arrive after, and I'm starving. I forget what I think I was working. Oh no, I, I was coming back from my sister's birthday party. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was and that night. I was night. still hungry, man. <laughs> so <laughs> I uh, I get there, and Gilbert's like, dude. This is wild, right? In the there's like a couple girls there, a couple dudes, and you guys are playing or you know just on stage or whatever, having fun. And <laughs> I tell Gilbert, "Hey man, I feel like something's happening, and we need a let's go get some food. Let's take a break, right?" So me and him go to McDonald's, and he's like, "Dude, I think everyone's on acid." <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> and I'm like, "What? What makes? What gives you that idea?" He's like, "I don't know, man. I feel like because like you came out and you you talked to me, and I'm like, I think you're." You're pretty good. But everyone else is like on something, which is like, oh, all right. All right. <laughs> kids will be kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's I'm surprised that he was keen enough to pick up on that. Yeah, Gilbert's smarter than we think, man. And we don't give him enough credit. Because I, I'm this. only teasing, but yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a... Dude, he, he's a bright one. And dude, yeah, we, we were like, dude, something's happening here. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we went and we came back and we and we rocked out for a bit. Now, I'm not. I'm. I have a big ego, as you know. Like I'm. I'm pretty big. Like as, as in like I. I try to suppress my ego and try to try to have a good time. <laughs> so obviously, uh, the graham cracker. Um, he, uh, dude, you guys were just putting on a show, and I, I could definitely. I don't know if you want this to be out there or not, but um, I had a lot of fun that night. Hell yeah. Just talking with Graham and just even being able to play on this little amp. Um, but it wasn't anything to be serious, you know. It was just like a fun time. That's the way I took it. And that's I had a really good time that night. I'm, I'm really happy to hear I, you yeah. say that. And I usually don't have a good time. <laughs> no matter where I go but dude it was fun we got to play uh, I get, I got to meet Quaid shout out to Quaid yeah McQuack is what I call him I don't even know yeah actually so me, Graham, and Quaid all started Taekwondo around Quaid started sooner than I did but that's right we, Graham was in Taekwondo um, that makes sense we all we three did that all, uh, all together um ten, oh shit we got reunion coming up this uh Oh, this October. The on ties. It would have been 10 years, like this October, November. Damn. It's, that's a ways back. Wow. We were children. Yeah. And it was it was fascinating. While we were uh, taking a break on our show, Yeah. Um, we all stepped outside. And I think you just came back from uh, Burgers and were talking with uh, Quaid. And I was just a yeah. little exhausted, so Everyone I wasn't saying time. anything. Yeah. But Quaid was... Or somehow you guys fucking started complimenting me or something, and then was saying like, uh, Quaid mentioned it was super cool to, like, get to know me. Yeah. How I was like super uh, reserved and uh, like, uh, very shy. Yep. Um, and that seemed like to help him as well, like kind of get out of his shell and just kind of like, get to know himself through yeah. Taekwondo, which is an amazing thing, by the way. People that don't, uh, aren't aren't affiliated with sports. I feel like it's. 
it's funny to say sports keeps kids off drugs or whatever. You know, I don't think that rings so much true today, but it's more the fact that it keeps them occupied. Yeah, and giving something, kids need something to do. Yeah. Because like all like younger kids, you have an imagination. You just go hang out with a friend. You play pretend or whatever you need to do. Yeah. Outside, but um, once you start hitting your teens, you're unless you find a passion. I feel most kids just waste their yeah waste their teens and i know i did for a number of years yep well for me but, all, all um, i did was skateboard and i i wish i knew what i knew now then you know what i mean for sure yeah dude but um he, yeah he he um quite a quite an interesting guy man he talked to me for for about 45 minutes about why he smokes his or why he uh vapes or whatever and i'm like dude this is and another time, this would have been a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, I know. I know exactly how that conversation went. Yeah, he very nice guy. I got to finally meet, um, formally or like actually get to meet uh, the Graham Crackers. I've met him before, but we never actually talked because I always thought he was like a little. How do I say this? Um, a little too much for me sometimes because like uh, I see the not the power balance, but this like. I gotta be big. I want to be big, and I have to be big. You know, it's, and an attention. Well, he's in his own words. He said he's an attention whore. Yeah, which it really plays to his like who he's been, especially knowing him through Taekwondo. Um, he's always loved the the attention and like uh, being a crowd pleaser. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so it was interesting to see the a good positive development in him, while I guess still keeping that trait. Yeah into something more genuine and good for the world like yeah. you know not putting not doing something just for the attention but making music and being the front lead man yeah. that people need for or like whatever yeah. in a in a band setting and i think that's a great outlet for the person he is yeah i feel like that's what he was meant to do for sure absolutely uh, and it, to me, it was just really interesting that like I never really liked the guy until like we actually talked that day, and we, you know, we got to talk about a little bit of music. And he wants me to, you know, I I, I try not to. I I have a, not, a lot of knowledge because I've done a lot of things, and I try not to bargain people with this stuff. So when he's like telling me, you know, we're on stage, and I'm like, uh, he's like, hey, come on stage, and then he gives me a little line six amp that I can't even hear myself or whatever. I'm like, oh man whatever you know i could shred as much as i you know as much as anyone but like you know we and we got one good song out of that you know which is great we had a fun time um it was it was more the fact that like i knew what had what we could have done differently but it's not my business not my show so i i really did um i feel like i, I personally grew so much from where he was because i used to be just like him and then i got put in my place very fast <laughs> You know, like, uh, I got called up by my cousins, like, you're not shit, you know, just, like, really horrible things that, like, at the time, like, I took it personally, but later, I, as I grew on, I'm like, oh, my God, my ego needed to be in check, because I was out of control, you know what I mean? I was, like, trying to be so much and so big, you know, but I I didn't um, comprehend that I was, how I affected other people. Okay, that makes a, that's really interesting to think about. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you had a good time regardless and were able to yeah. whip out some great fucking yeah, and solos. I, that's in that song I was able to make a I kept hearing the song that we that we just like uh, did a little jam session on 
And I'm like, oh my god, if I were to start a band, I know how I would do it for sure, you know. And now after that, Graham's talking about me wanting to or asking if I can be his guitar Lutheran. I guess you know the guitar tech or whatever. Yep. Um, basically fixing up his guitars, and I'm like, dude, that's a very expensive job. <laughs> and he's like, I'll pay you. I'm like, I'll we can talk after, right? And then we 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 did, but like, it's a very expensive job, and not to be taken lightly, but. Um, I'm totally down for whatever, you know, because like if that's what he needs, I'm totally down. But like, my time is worth something. Yes. So I don't. I never try to do anything for free. At least that's the way I am. And it's as narcissistic and as horrible as that sounds. Your time is precious. So, absolutely, know. all we have is time. Yeah. And our health. So if, as long as we can value that, that's really important. And I'm glad you see that in yourself. Yeah, exactly. So you know, we got to talking about like pedal boards and all that stuff, and we're just kind of covering this night real quick because it was it's this night kind of springs board, does a little springboard or whatever, for the for the rest of the week. So uh, I sent him a picture of my LS2. Basically, it's a Voss pedal that is a light selector. Doesn't matter, guitar tech, whatever. And um, I haven't showed him my pedal board. I haven't showed you my pedal board yet, but it's finally complete. Awesome. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, dude, we're going to have some fun right after this. And um, we got to meet some interesting people that night. And we, dude, like I said, I, I try not to, like, because I know what I can do. And I don't try, I try not to overshadow people. So I could play any instrument. <laughs> and that's what, like, I, I could do, you know, everything there. And then I, I, I really try to, like, take a step back because it's it was just about having fun and I'm glad that we just had fun, man. It was a good time. Yeah. And um, that's all, like, the party we were trying to do is just yeah, make sure everybody serious. had a good time. But then I, I did see, like, Graham was like, hey, we lost them. Get in, like, get back in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. when we go to, when we were doing jams, um, it's not, like, songs people know. Yeah. And so the jam session can be, like, slower, funkier, whatever. Then people realize, like, oh, we're not jumping as much. We could use some air then. Oh, yeah. One person well, follows the next. <laughs> and that's the thing about basement shows, man. We are in a basement with one fan. <laughs> no air conditioning. It's just stale air and it gets warm quick. Even yeah. if you had multiple fans, that basement would still be warm. Exactly. So I was like, uh, you know, it's whatever. Uh, I'm totally fine with that. But I was just excited to actually play drums. And I, I for the longest time, I haven't been able to play drums. Yeah, it was super fun. I can't remember what all I really played, but we jammed while you were on drums. It yeah, was, it was fun. Good. It was good, man. It was good shit. So from there that night, we got to meet, uh, we got to re-meet Kevin. <laughs> Dude, this guy is a it's, he's an enigma. You know what an enigma is? Yeah. So for me, every time, when, the first time I came down, I'm like, hey, man, how you been? He's like, I've been good. Like, what have you been up to? He's like, we have a lot to talk about. He just kind of left it at that. And I'm like, all right, I, I, I have time now. <laughs> you know, I have time not to talk, but whatever. And then later, you know, me and Gilbert went to Burgers. We came back, and, you know, Kevin's attending his guests or his people that he brought with. And I'm like... Dude, I don't think I could ever like even if I went to go talk to him and say like, so what have you been up to? You know, I don't think he he really could say he's really gonna you know tell me things. So we get back downstairs and I tell him, so what have you been up to, man? Like I, the exact same thing I was rehearsing in my head just to like talk to him. And he's like, dude, we have so much to talk about, dude. Um, uh, whatever, blah 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 blah, blah, blah uh, Smash Bros. Because that's what always comes up, Smash Bros. And I'm like, what? Smash Bros. And he's like, do you have it here? And apparently, did you know this? One of the guys, Paul, 
that um, there was Paul Vang, I believe, um, or I, I, Peter. No, his name Paul? was Paul. I, Paul. I I don't know if Vang is his last name, but anyway, it was the guy that was just like, dude, you guys are awesome. Dude, I'm. You guys are so talented. He was just saying that all night. Yeah, he had. Yeah. Like a flannel on that night. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. He's number five in the nation of Smash Bros. Did you know that? <laughs> nice. I didn't know that. So I the conversation of Smash Bros. came up, and then Kevin's like, I have Smash Bros. in my car right now. And I'm like, dude, I'm always down for Smash Bros. I am always down for Smash, dude. I love I love Smash Bros. for sure. And that night, I got to know that Paul is one of the top five in the freaking nation. So That's insane. Isn't that something to talk about? Isn't yeah. that something you would want to, like, hey, I do a Smash, and then later I find out that Kevin, uh, so me and Gilbert leave, and me and Paul and Gilbert are just outside, just, you know, talking, whatever. We're waiting for Paul because he he gets in a car with Kevin, and then he gets out, and we're like, did Kevin just leave him there? What the heck? <laughs> Paul's just on the street corner, just, like, walking up and down the street, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> Does he need a ride? And me and Gilbert are just waiting for him, and then we just like, hey, man, you can come talk to us while you're waiting for whoever. So, Paul comes and we get to exchange Snapchats and we, you know, we find out he's number five in the state or whatever. And that Kevin hosts, he actually hosts a Smash Bros. tournament. Yes. Did you know that? Yes. He had recently just started a Smash Bros. tournament um, on Thursdays. Yeah. So, throughout this pandemic, I'm not sure when he actually got got it started, but throughout the pandemic, he was... Uh, I, I believe they took a little bit of break because of obviously COVID rules, but they were able to somehow gather all these people in this place that like I've never I always go go across it, but I didn't know it existed. It's its own place. I had no idea what it like that that it's it's so close, but I had no idea it even existed. But people from Wisconsin drive there just to play Smash Bros. People from just all over the state just come here. The place was packed with like a hundred people. Nice. It was insane. Uh, obviously, I brought my little Nano Switch controller, and I was just like, "I want to play," <laughs> you know. Yeah. Not knowing that you have to register on Monday to play there on Thursday. This is probably all boring stuff to you guys, but anyway, this is this is just recapping the week. But um, I played with some guys that were really cool. Uh, I totally forgot their names, but um, I was like, "Oh man, if this is the level that like, okay, I've seen." Dude, that night, Paul was up against the, the number one in the whole nation state or whatever the hell. He was up against him, and he almost got him. And the roof almost exploded. <laughs> Wait, so... It reminded me of Detour. You, you found out about it, and then you and Paul went there at the Smash Bros. tournament? Me, Paul, and Gilbert. So Paul invited Fuck. me and Gilbert. All right, hell yeah. This was on Thursday, I believe. Yeah, it was nice. on Thursday. And so this whole week, we were like, we were thinking it's like, oh, we, we knew it was going to be big because of what Paul was saying, but we didn't know it was going to be that big. And that feel of nerds, because I'm a nerd, coming together. And just like, it, like I said, it felt like Detour again. A little smidge of it. Just a little bit. It was cool. It was really nice. cool. Um, I didn't invite you because I didn't know what your schedule was, because I know you're a very busy person, but um, there was a lot of things just that week that happened but I'm probably not going to go again because it's just another thing on top of everything you know Yeah. and I'm trying to really work on cutting distractions because of my week my week flow has been really really bad 
And uh, today was today is the only day I actually have been in been home actually. <laughs> Apart from this whole week, I just come here and I sleep, and then I go, then I leave for like the next twelve hours. Right, just having a nice loop of uh, mm-hmm. getting your days through. It's just whew, eat, sleep, work. Whoa, what's yep. what day is it? Exactly. So uh, going back to that Smash Bros tournament, uh, I actually I played with two people that lost in the first bracket. Uh, so I played with some friendlies, you know. Then I played with some dudes that were actually in the tournament. Dude, I I know I'm not good at Smash Bros, but, but they really harsh. made me. Yeah, they uh, there's people who can like just kick you off a stage in probably under ten, well five seconds. You know, just annihilate you. Yep, and that's what they did. They they definitely destroyed me in less than a minute, <laughs> and I felt like a child again. <laughs> like oh wow, I I can't do anything. Oh my god, it was just horrible. Anyway, uh, we got to meet with Bree again. She was at the party with, uh, I believe, Becca, I think it was her name. And we yeah. met uh, a couple other friends. And, we, and I met this one dude. Okay, so tell me if this has happened to you where you're trying to get to know someone, but they're being very disingenuous, and you just can't get a straight answer from them. I uh, I, I could relate, yeah. So I'll give you this example, right? So um, Bree is like telling us, Hey, we're over here. Uh, come talk to us and our friends, and they're in the, in the little circle. And Gilbert's been talking to them for a while now. And uh, I, I set my stuff down to go get a drink, and then I come back. And Gilbert's like, "Hey, man, do you know this guy? He's a dancer and all that stuff. Like, he has his own Instagram. He does a lot of ballets and all that stuff." And I think Gilbert's just poking fun at him. But the guy's like, "Yep, I dance. That's what I do." And he's a he's a pretty handsome guy. Not to like, you know. Uh, just kind of setting the stage is like this dude's hanging around these really pretty girls and they're just, it's just like can't really get a vibe on this guy if that makes sense but um, he's, uh, he's he's just having like very chill and he's like yep I dance and I'm like dude what are you dan- are, are you part of the tournament or are you not I was like yeah I'm definitely part of it and he, he just could not give me a straight answer and I'm like do you dance like professionally and he's like yep I dance professionally and it's like well, do you, you know, I'm just like, trying to egg him on. Didn't, uh, he couldn't elaborate any further other than responding to the questions. Yeah, and it's like, dude, like, okay, so then, like, well, can you do a little thing right now? And he's like, yeah, and so he does a little ballet kind of dance, and I'm like, oh. And after that, I was just kind of annoyed, so I'm like, hey, that's a nice little talent, you know, like, kind of little thing. And then everyone broke out laughing, and then I was just like, oh, shoot, I didn't mean to insult him, but it's like, I, I've had my wits with you. <laughs> I'm trying to, like get engaged with this whole group of circles and trying to like go around and say hey how do you guys know each other and all that stuff and this guy was just dead weight so other was girls... he with um other people or like with um with Bree in the crowd yeah so then uh the girls went to go smoke or whatever and then he was just like there for like two seconds and he's like i'm gonna go get a drink and then he left and I was, it was obvious that like i know when you know, like we were talking about last week, like the antisocial, that like you just don't want to be there, or you just, you know, the, he did a really respectful way of just like, I don't want to be here, so I'll just leave. And it's like, me and Gilbert were just like, dude, that was just the weirdest thing. <laughs> it was just very disingenuous. Yeah. But, but then it, it just goes to show you, like, some people aren't just meant to, like, um, they're not meant to. Some people aren't even there at the right moment in time. Yeah. Like, I feel it was um, really interesting. I think it was earlier in the week, um, maybe on Monday. Um, I felt something strange. I woke up that morning, I think on Monday, and I was like, something's interesting about today. Yeah. Um, and 
over the course of that day, did I tell you about, um, I think I might have, uh, uh, I went over to Graham's house, Graham was working, so it was just me and Aaron, right. we hung out and talked for a bit, we just ended up chatting about music for like two hours. You, just, you can just walk into Graham's house when he's not there? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm basically family. Okay, cool. <laughs> I've been there for quite a bit, um, but regardless, um, we just chat for a while, and then somehow we land on deciding to go get hummus from Target. Okay. Did I tell you about this story? No, not yet. Okay. Um, we're, we're literally catching up there, and I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck yeah. Um, we're not 20 feet out the door. Um, uh-huh. and we're just having a good conversation about, like, mm, this could go well. We'll get some pita chips, this, that, whatever. Um, and as we're walking out of the house towards the sidewalk, right. there's a dude eyeing us up, like, on a bike. Dude's rolling straight out of the 90s. He's on a broken bike, shorts, like, tip, frosted hair. Sounds gross. Baggy. He looked like a skater kind of kid. You know, not pleasant hygiene. Whatever. Um, so we just kind of, or at least I ignore him, but I, I just see that he's been staring at us for, like, the solid 10 seconds as he's dry, like, riding his bike. Right. Um, we got a little bit further, and he comes behind us, and he says, oh, 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 yeah, what do you, you know, <laughs> trying to get our attention. Yeah. And then he asks, uh, like, do any of you have a, a phone I could borrow? I'm like, oh, yeah, I know how this is going to go. And he's on a hog, right, or whatever? Or on a, on just on a bicycle. Um, <laughs> it's really sketchy, man. Yeah, and it was like 20 <laughs> feet in front of his house, too. Um, in front of Grand's house? Yeah, directly. <laughs> Um, Super sketch. And so we, we, we stop, and Aaron's kind enough to talk to him. Um, I would have just ignored him, to be honest. Yeah. But it was an interesting interaction, so I'm I'm pleased that it was... So uh, what else happened? What else happened? So he's saying, like, okay, my phone, it's... I'm locked out. My SIM card is, like, locked. Yeah. And we're like, what do you want us to do? Like, he's like, I need to call somebody. Yeah. Or, like, um, I thought he was going to call his, like... Um, carrier, you okay. know, like AT and T, whatever it yeah. is. Um, but apparently, he like he needs Wi Fi or some shit to be able to make the phone calls because you can't do it without the service. Right. So he's like, oh, I need to use somebody's phone. He uses Aaron's phone to call his mother or his um, sister, maybe. Um, but whoever it was, he was like asking them to like call the carrier for him and then just somehow like get the pin. Um, and save it like if he if she could do it soon enough. But regardless, right, the phone wasn't working, and we find out. So I'm like, okay, we're clearly gonna be here for like another minute. I'm just gonna sit down on the curb. So I walk around like the corner, like ten feet, and just sit down. Right. They join me, um, and he he we go on to ask him like what he's doing here, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you hear those sirens? I just came from over there. We were in a bad car accident. And you know, I was just running from the cops, so that's that's where I'm at right now. What, <laughs> dude? And then what? he goes to say, like, as we're just slowly getting more information, he's like, "Yeah, so I stole this bike, you know, pretty rad, right?" <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right, um, okay, so daddy's daddy's here, and now daddy's gonna. Then he goes to say, like, "Yeah, so um, <laughs> he wanted to like go with us." Aaron said we were like about to go to band rehearsal, but that was a lie. We were going to get hummus. 
<laughs> we were gonna come back to this her. This so. story is amazing, by the <laughs> way. I, I love it. I and love so it very much. Fucking, we sit down or like whatever conversation, and he's talking about like, oh yeah, I can come with you guys. I derail it and say like, oh, we can go to the park or something. You know, walk down. Yeah. I'm not trying to take my car. And I was getting slight vibes of him trying to steal my car. He, he was bringing my car up a couple times. Is that yours? Is it hot? Okay. And I couldn't understand what the is it hot meant. And I was like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I could just turn on the air conditioning. And then it hit me like, no, he just stole that bike. He means, is it fucking boosted? And then so he, um, he was like, yeah, so in the car. Uh, or maybe I asked him. I can't remember. But he said that... Um, him and his buddies um, were towing a car that they stole. Right. And somehow, like, they crashed into the back of one another, and that caused another accident in front. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to tap the mic. Yeah. Um, to those listening. Um, but <laughs> they got into a car accident, I think, in, like, a major intersection, and that's why there was, like, fire trucks and other, like, sirens going off. That happened today, or uh, that day? That day, yeah. Like, a few days ago. Thought, Dude, what? And so, thankfully, I feel like <laughs> it was good. We uh, we walked down to the park, just like down the street. We got a call back on Aaron's phone from his mother or something. Yeah. And I think they were able to, um, like, figure out, like, okay, well, she can't do it right now, but maybe later. So it's like, all right, well, um, I think Aaron said, like, oh, well, we could drop you off at a McDonald's. Being the kind soul he is, I wanted to just leave him there. <laughs> Because I wanted to go get my fucking hummus. Yeah, I, know, I feel it, man. <laughs> and I was like, you're, in, you're invading on my time yeah. and my fucking stomach. <laughs> I and have he, a similar story to this, but keep going. He goes on to um, talk about his homelessness. <laughs> um, and it piques my interest because, like, he's quite the bum for, yeah. uh, for like, having, a, having an iPhone and being homeless uh-huh. and having family that clearly has a, like a stable job like no i'm i'm working right now like i can't do this blah blah, blah. Yeah. like he's living a completely different lifestyle than i've ever really seen anybody else i haven't talked to many homeless people but it's uh, um funny enough i talk to a lot <laughs> and not because i want to oh uh, I'll, I'll wrap this story up yeah. and i'd love to hear more about that yeah um we walk back to the car about to do it and he's like hey so can i put my bike on your on the top of the car i'm like no that's not happening that's your car i don't want it scratched on top yeah he asked oh well can i put it in the trunk like it's probably not gonna fit in there yeah um thankfully he said like oh well i could ride behind you guys but i'm like just (sighs) just thinking like (laughs) a you're a stranger b you've talked about very rebellious things that yeah. i don't want to be a part of <laughs> see i don't want to scratch my car it's not gonna fit in my car i yeah. don't want you in my car you stole that bike you're running from the cops there's yeah. a couple <laughs> things that are just like on my list of like i don't really want to affiliate with you right now uh, you're a smart man for doing that or thinking about these things <laughs> but for sure thankfully somehow aaron brought up music and the dude just on his phone brought up like five of his songs that we listened to all the way through that he made? Yeah, that he was a part of and rapped on. They were they were okay. Okay. It passed the time. Sure. I'm actually thankful for that because by that time, we were about to leave, and he gets another call from his mom on, like, Aaron's phone. Right. Gave him the code, 
and we went our separate ways. That was that, sounds, that was a lot. That sounds very annoying. Bless Aaron's heart. Dude, he is he's a very chill and nice guy. He's a very kind soul. Bless his heart. But fuck that guy. <laughs> Drake. <laughs> that was his name. Sounds like a Drake. Yeah. So my okay. <laughs> Alright. So Artie's story is uh I, I, correct me if I told this before, but I was uh I was in BK. I was uh I was in break. And usually when I go to break, uh the houses I was working at downtown, I wasn't able to use the bathroom there, so I had to go inside the restaurant and order food there because I needed to use the bathroom, right? So it ended up happening that I go in and there's this homeless guy asking everybody in line for money. <clears throat> as they do. As we know, that's what they do. <laughs> I've had an experience like that near the uh, Rose uh, Maple... Is it Maplewood? No. Um, Probably World Wheel Center or something like that. Yeah. yeah. There's just some dude hanging around B-dubs yeah. just asking like, hey, my my wife's in the car we oh, ran out comments. of gas yeah it's the comments yeah silliness yeah that, it happens all the time and for me I I have this problem where I feel like I'm the most popular person in the world and I, I, I it sounds so narcissistic but everyone talks to me everyone needs to talk to me so I get this home like there was like weeks before just I was walking out of a out of a Best Buy and this one big dude you know just came out and was just like hey man can you help me my family's down on the side of the highway and my little daughter's bleeding out of her you know for thing and our car crashed and I'm like (laughs) that's a lot man (laughs) and I have to go like I I, not only can I not help you I just just can't be here I just can't because now it's going to take a whole I have plans that day and if I were to just, that's just part of me just like not wanting to deal with that. Uh, I might be a shitty person for that, and but it's just like that was just a lot in like ten seconds. And I'm like, dude, I, I can't. And I, I looked to the people behind them, and I was just like, because there's people walking in. And I'm like, you can. There's definitely people in there that can definitely help you out. If you, if you go in there, they can call your people or whatever. And he's like, I feel like that's the best way to just handle that situation. Yeah, and I was just like, just there's other people that can help you out. I, I really can't. I'm sorry. And he's just like, all right. And then he asked the people, the other people, which is the same thing. Hey, man, my daughter, she's bleeding. And my car crashed. We need to go to the hospital. With the same amount of energy. And it's like, oh, I'm so glad I just left. <laughs> Absolutely. So going back to this homeless guy uh, in BK, uh, I had my, hair, uh, my headphones in because I don't want to talk to anybody. And I knew he was coming around to talk to me. So I just had my headphones in. And I'm just waiting in line. And I finally order my food. And he's just trying to get my attention. Throws an apple at me. He's just like, hey, man, do you like, can, it, can I get some money from you? So he throws, throws an apple just to, like so I can catch it. And I kind of catch it like out of my peripheral. Like, what the fuck? Like, he's trying to exchange food for, or like an apple for money. And I'm like, that's kind of counterintuitive, whatever. So <laughs> I, I order my food and I wait in line and now he gets in line, right? And then, did I tell you the story? I don't remember I this. I told somebody. I think I told Gilbert. But anyway, uh, the homeless guy in line orders a French fry and some McNuggets. Less than $3, right? So he pulls out a bucket of change and he puts it on the counter and he starts doing his thing. You know, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way to 100. That's 100 pennies. I have, I had cash that I used and I broke a 20 to order my me and my dad's food that I was waiting for so I had change I had a dollar or something left over so I'm like that's a lot dude you're just 
you are aggressively chewing on this uh, employee's time while it's, you know, lunch rush. Jesus, man. And for me, it just got into my head, like, why did you have to do this? This is this is the part that's going to probably piss everyone off or just whatever. So I give him a dollar to complete his order, to complete his how much money he needed. I had thought that that's all, that the ticket was done. Like, I just gave him money, and then boom, you got your nuggets and your french fries, and you're good, right? And then he's like, can I add a Whopper? A meal? Can I get a Coke with that too? And I need uh, a junior Whopper as well. Just a burger. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And then he pulls out a wad of fucking cash. As big as my hand. Like this this big. What the fuck? And he pulls out a 20 and he gives it to her. After counting money? Yeah. So he was trying to like play a guilt trip kind of thing? Yes. For the first half, nobody pay- played into it. Yep. And then he was like, all right. Homeless people, Boop. by the way, make more money than the average uh, restaurant worker. Homeless people make about... I could be wrong completely about this, but from what I know of my cousin that used to work at a bank, there was this homeless guy just coming in, opening up bank accounts, putting in 3000 to $10,000 in a bank. They make more money than restaurant workers. How fucked up is that? That's pretty messed up. Yeah. So think about this, right? So now I'm like disingenuous. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, again, I'm just like, I'm done. Like, I just, <laughs> he comes over to me. He's like, hey, man, thank you for your money. And he, this dude looks like a, a really, like a hundred-year-old Charles Manson looking motherfucker. <laughs> Super old. <laughs> so he's like, hey, do you, and obviously my paint, my clothes are like filled with paint. I just, I'm working right now. And he's like, hey, do you, uh, do you, do you paint? Do, do you work in construction? And I'm like, yeah, man, I, I do. And he's like, hey, do you want to work with me? I have a, a landscaping crew with a bunch of like, like 10 other dudes and we make, <clears throat> we make like $200 an hour. And I'm like, that's great, man, but I really don't care. And he's like, well, if you really want to, here's my business card. Then he pulls out a little fucking business card. And I remembered that I, for the moment, I looked like, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy from American Psycho, uh, Bateman, or whatever, looking at the card and just thinking, I'm going to murder this dude right, right fucking now. Not only do I, I have my own business, and he just insults me with offering me a job to work for him. I, I have my own business. I make my own money. I would never want to work for anyone ever again in my life. That's the whole point of it. And for the fact that he gave me that, I, f- I wanted to tear his head off. Luckily, the girl was just like, number 97. I'm like, all right, food, I'm out of here. Nicely. Nice. <sighs> I understand your frustration. And it- I just, every everywhere I go, though, people will just talk to me. And I would go to Target one time and someone would just be like, hey, do you know what time it is? And it's like, what, because I have a watch? Do you not have a phone? Why do you need to talk to me? You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just here yeah. to get my shit and get out. Like, maybe because I'm old and I'm just an old man that's just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where, like, I just don't need certain things in my life. And I don't, I'm not a nice person to people anymore because I, I'm only nice to the people that are in my life. But everyone else, I couldn't give a shit because I'm just a broken person. But I don't know, man. I feel shit. so blessed to with my time feeling more busy every fucking like week or whatever yeah um i'm really like for the moments like that i need to tame myself and just be okay with it because 
for the most part, I am able to surround myself with really good people yeah. that I find I have quality time with. And so to shake it up with events like the homeless people, it's, yeah. it really does help me find my, my own perspective in the... Uh, well, I think it solidifies, it solidifies everything that uh, who your person is because when someone that you don't know comes into your life, you reassure yourself that... Do I want to talk to you? Do I not want to talk to you? And then you just, you mentally or subconsciously are like, oh, this is who I am, you know, or it's just like, this is, I don't want to deal with this or whatever. It's, it's just like this subconscious thing that we Another do. like reaffirmation of who you are as a person. Exactly. So, man, uh, we haven't gone through the, um, uh, oh yeah, I did talk about the Smash tournament. Um, we, there's some other heavy stuff that happened this week, but for now, let's take a little, take yeah, a little I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. And let's, uh, let's watch this little clip. Oh, I love this guy. Yes. Uh, I have. Okay. Food, man. <laughs> I I haven't been home in the last couple days. So I haven't been able to cook anything. Uh, so if you look in my fridge, I have tilapia on the uh, in my freezer. Nice. <laughs> with two cordon blues. By the way, do you know what cordon blues are? I'm not familiar. Think about a chicken nugget that's filled in the inside with cream sauce and bacon or whatever the fuck it's it's a meal safe it's amazing i'm addicted to cordon blues it's it's a full meal and like a breast of a nugget it's amazing i think i know what you're talking i believe i know what you're talking about now it just took me a minute to to process that yeah good shit man really good shit so in my fridge <laughs> that's all i have is a tel- <laughs> in my freezer i have tilapia i have cordon blues and I, I literally went grocery shopping last week Sunday, but I haven't. I've been. I haven't really been home, and I've got a new carton of eggs, and that's it. <laughs> nice, but uh, you're uh, stocked up now. Well, I need to go back to actually get cereal. <laughs> I haven't done cereal <laughs> in a long time. But um, in any case, my uh, the things that I was cooking, and I filmed it. That's what I was going to tell you. I filmed this little. Uh, a little cooking segment of me cooking my it's a I don't know what you'd call it it's like an egg McMuffin but with like bread bread toast instead of um, instead of like buns or whatever okay and I, I did a little footage of that but that has been my breakfast for the last week because <laughs> I don't have cereal gotcha so hearty man's greasy toast with eggs <laughs> uh, did you butter it at all yeah I put butter on both sides and then I yeah I'm gonna have a heart attack <laughs> very early on. How much garlic do you t- uh, toss on your uh, egg sandwiches? I actually just got some garlic that I haven't tried out yet, so yeah, need to do that. Solid. Yeah, so I I I'll probably go grocery shopping. I like to go grocery shopping every Sunday just so I can restock for the week. Yeah. But did you film anything? Because I know we were talking about you. Um, were film last stuff. last week, I think I'd I'd filmed a short cooking vlog. That's yeah. probably gonna be like a minute and a half total you showed me but a little bit of it i haven't I edited it. any further than that no worries since i haven't been home in a couple well yeah i haven't been home in like a couple days it feels like yeah um we've all been very busy so hopefully later maybe tomorrow no i should be able to tomorrow after um after i go to menards again save um, big money yeah actually that's what i was uh <laughs> um on thursday yeah while you were at, I think, uh, Kevin's Bros. things, yeah. I was, uh, uh, the manager asked me to come in and play, 
play at Menards like five to eight. So how was that? It was all right. Nice. It was it was okay. Three hours. That's not bad. No, it was a decent amount of time, but I haven't worked on new songs in like a week and a half. Right. So the past like two to three times I've been there have been the same songs and then me improvising for like two hours. Well, does <laughs> so so you get that's the, how it's been. You to, get the bangers out first, and then you <laughs> and then I'll repeat some stuff right at the end as I'm closing just oh to finish God. strong. That's hilarious, man. Well, like you did a little thing here, and I really liked what you what you played on my piano. I have a a four thousand just grand Koi piano digital, and here in my apartment sounds great. Yeah, I love this. The low end is wow. Yeah, wild. So I, and the reason I paid so much money for this piano is because it's hard to find a piano that has great response for your fingers. And, and for a digital, this is like they've started amping up their quality over the past few years yeah. of digital stuff. And for me, I'm I'm a person that likes to get immersed in what they're doing and everything. Obviously, like I got more, like if you look at my studio, it's 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 immense. I have to do a studio now that I have my monitor, my 22 inch monitor, uh, drawing tablet. I can finally do a studio review of my whole setup here to kind of now that everything's kind of where it's at. Uh, and kind of show you guys but the main thing is I like to get immersed in what I'm doing whether it's music I want to be in the mix you know or just a whatever I feel like it's it's you have to be in the experience you know yes. 100% so yeah I, I invest big into my things and uh, this is going to carry me on for the next uh, thousand years hopefully yeah as long as no one breaks it <laughs> um, so you went to Menards uh, on Thursday so that actually worked out pretty good too then um, when you were doing that, Best Nashville's tournament was really fun, dude. Um, we, I was gonna stay there till um, till eleven, and by the time I knew it, it was already eleven, and I was like, dude, I still need to go to work. So I was working twelve-hour days on Monday. Uh, I worked. Um, we got this house two weeks ago on Thursday, and you know, I I wasn't able to work until Friday and all this stuff, and just working twelve-hour days to get this turnaround because apparently that house wasn't coordinated to us very well so i have i have to work around carpenters that are there oh and uh, stepping I, over them and i understand your pain it took it take it took a day and it just emotionally like got me and my dad like um very not heated but more of like a, a little stressed but that uh it was tuesday actually i uh, i'm not sure if it was a healthy thing that we did but i um i i had a little breakdown with my father and I haven't told you about this yet. I haven't told anyone about this. But uh, so me and my dad have this polar opposite thing, right? So he is a survivalist. He is a person that needs to work to provide. He will work on the days that he has off because the days off do not matter. You have evenings off, if that makes sense, to do things at, after. He has always been that way, and that's how he's always going to be. You can't change people. For me, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. Painting painting and turning houses and doing construction work, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. I know what I'm meant to do in this world. A lot of people don't know what they're meant to do in this world until way later on. I found out a couple years ago what I was meant to do, and I'm working my entire life to do that purpose, right? So my dad gets me jobs so that I can pay my rent, which I'm grateful for, and he shows me his love and appreciation to me and other ways that I've learned through therapy of how people show you how how they love you in different ways, right? 
Uh, so whether you have a parent that just is not around, because that's why my dad is. He's never around. He's never around. He's never going to be around. If I want him to come to my soccer games, he's never going to do that. If I want him to come to a, an art show or like a, a music thing that I'm playing, he's never going to be there. Things are not... He never has time for... He'll never be there as a parent, but he'll always be there... Oh, sorry. He'll never be there as a father, but he'll try to be there as a parent, if that makes sense. Well, he'll do other things to show you that he, he is your father and he... Or whatever, and he does care about you but he'll show it in a different way that's how my dad is and which is like yeah. I don't know it's tough because everyone has it differently right so I broke down and I I um there's some things that my dad does while, while we're working that just makes it feel like he just does not give a shit about my well being because I got a virus that day I was sick I was dying I felt like it <laughs> and I'm still recovering if you can hear from my throat um I was um I caught a virus that like just made me like just runny nose, congestion. I was just like, I couldn't focus on work. I was, and we had all this stuff that just was piling on, right? So, um, he said some things that made me feel like, dude, I, uh, I think he said, we need, I need you to be here at six. He told me, like, I need you, I need you to be here at six so that we can, um, we could start, uh, early in the morning. And, but he's like, but you can't be here because you don't sleep. Um, uh, you don't, uh, you can't sleep. Uh, and you have trouble sleeping. And I'm like, Dad, it's not that I have trouble sleeping. It's that I have problems that I'm working towards, right? So not to get too heavy, but the main thing was that he he didn't um, – it, it made it feel like he – I told him, like, hey, if you actually knew about my problems, maybe we can work about these things, you know. And then it was just not the – for me, it was wrong. I, I was I was wrong to call him on while we were working, uh, you know, because we're working. We're, it's not time to talk about feelings or anything like that. But I took it very personal that like he's always done like this. Where he, if we never have time to talk about things outside of work, then you know when can we talk about these things? Right. So when he insults me and so said, because I know I can show up there to uh, the next day at six and get an early day's work, but just the way he says it makes me feel like, well, no, it's not that I don't, I can't be here. It's just that you, <laughs> you don't understand that I have problem sleeping and I have all these things and he's like I don't want to hear about you drugging yourself and it's like that's not about that like just you, got, you know gotta know about me right so later that night uh, I talked to him like hey I took a little bit of offense to this and I, I try to you know we're finally done working and I finally like tell him, tell him as I always do like this is what bothered me can you there's a point where I, I've learned to forgive people and I know what forgiveness is and both with my dad you could for you, you can it's hard to forgive someone who's always going to do those same things over and over again, right? Who's always going to disrespect you or just, like, always going to do these things at work. And for me, I think one of the biggest mistakes is getting us working uh, in this business together as father and son. And for me, what made me go crazy is that, like, well, he doesn't talk to anybody else like that except for me. And I might be projecting here or whatever, but... You know, he doesn't, um, he doesn't smirk or he doesn't, like, what's it called, um, do, like, these little things that, like, he wouldn't do to anybody else. But I'm like, with me, it's like, I'm your son. You should be treating me at least a little differently, you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? So it was just, it just messes with my head that, like, as a young kid, my uncle, um, who taught me how to paint, was a monster, he traumatized me as a kid, and these are the other things I'm learning to 
grow self-respect for myself, learning how to be more confident in myself because if I wasn't able to cut right or paint correctly, he would just take my things out of my hand without question and just like, boom, you know, things I was working on. I can definitely see, I've, uh, I can't remember the exact uh, experiences like that, but I've, yeah. I've had those moments and it's, it sucks. Yeah, and, and, but it, for me, it's like I've grown so much as a person that I feel like I'm more mature and just a better person than all of my parents combined because I know I would never treat people like that. But to have experienced that, I feel... I feel like it's needed. For those way. people who haven't had that, um, it comes out in unwanting or like unexpected... Un, I guess I yeah. can't think of the word, but you allow yourself to do what you wouldn't really want but you haven't had those ex bad experiences so they just come out like that yeah exactly and, so, it, and it harms people in, in the worst way possible exactly and my dad uh and i told him like uh that night like hey i know you didn't mean this because i know this isn't you do this all the time but i know that we you do it when we're working and i, you, I know you don't mean it like that like and he's like I would he told me I would never disrespect you I don't try to disrespect unless you. May, I, this could just be my very shallow perspective but yeah. like unless he's just doing it in a playful manner but there's some people that I've met that are completely they're joking but their attitude and the way they voice everything is serious yeah yeah is he no is he's he at not all like, like that, that? He's, when he's serious he's serious you can definitely tell it's my dad's pretty like straightforward gotcha you know? Um, but, uh, he told me like, I didn't mean to disrespect you. Like uh, we're just working and then you're, you know, you, I have so many things in my head and I, I tried working with my dad a, a while ago of like how we can balance personal with works with work life. And I told him this is what needed to happen, but he's in a, no matter how much I want him, no if, even if I have all the answers in my head and just, and I tell him what we need to work on, he's not going to work on them. So I gave up on that. So I learned to forgive and I learned to uh, give trust where trust needed to be, whether if, uh, working together of like, hey, I need $200 for paying for materials. And I know he's, I can count on him on certain things and what I can't count on him. And for me, that's my biggest growth as I've learned who he is as a, as a father to me, who he is as a partner and who he is as his overall person. So I've learned all these things. But... What I was working in therapy of like learning to accept people, learning what what it means for me to actually, um, what's it called, um, forgive people. How do you forgive someone who's who's gonna be who's an important figure in your life and he's constantly gonna do the same thing? My whole life's work right now is to get me out of that job, so I can have my father again, so I can see him again. Because there's a couple things that happened last month or a couple months ago where. I just I didn't he we did some we did a work and uh, a job cleaning out an apartment and uh, he did and said some terrible things again and from that day forward I didn't see him as my father and I wanted to cause him harm and I told him that and from there dude I cried like a fucking baby and he's never seen me cry and I don't cry at all but it felt like it's something that needed to happen you know what I mean so I told him I, I looked at him like I haven't seen you as my dad for a long time and I've wanted to hurt you, and I'm not a bad person because I you've made me a calloused someone without a heart, and because you're a survivalist mindset. And my uncle uh, Jamie, who's a psychologist, um, 
made you know professor or whatever teacher um He's talked. He he's talked to me a little bit about who my dad is and how what his mentality is to make him to make him that seem so personal, but it's this balance that this fine line that we have to walk. And um, after that day, like um, that, I told him I want like I don't want to hurt you, but you you don't understand what you what you do, and we like what I want to do is get a, as much as far away from this as possible. So that I can start living my dream and my purpose, and we can go back to being father and son, and that, from that day forward, that's what the reason why I'm working 12-hour days, so I can get that shit out of the way. I can make my month's rent and then take half of the month off to focus on what I can, and as little time as possible. Yeah, that's why I'm so, I'm so happy that I have today to do this, man. This is, this to me is my greatest. Um, what's it called? my biggest break coming here and talking to you about feelings the best and thing to, to look forward to yeah and to recap the week this is basically I, what I feel like been. we really just connected there I I, yeah. I love that story I mean yeah. like I'm I feel I feel sorry that you had to go through that but I, I also had a similar I, I don't want to compare myself to personal situations no everyone has their own thing I feel I feel uh, I'm contradicting myself no, 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 no. go for it go but um, I had a similar experience where, where I broke down uh, back in January, I had like I was on a bunch of drugs because of oh, yeah. like uh, so the surgeries they had to have my stuff out controls. Yeah. yeah, they uh, um, all my hormones were just getting messed with. Yeah, and I was just playing uh, like Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess I wasn't really feeling it. Like I, my dad was making some commentary, and whatever it was, I just like wasn't responding, or I was like just zoning into the game. Yeah. As I do, like, I normally, I actually prefer playing video games by myself, but for some reason when we podcast, it's a different vibe. It's, we have more of a connection, like, playing video games than I have with anybody else doing video games. And that's intentional. I, I've seen what works, what, how two people engage, so I, I try to bring that. And, dude, we're, I consider you one of my closest friends of all time, so it just felt natural. And that's, that's the best part about it, but, um... He was like, like picking up something, or like didn't see that I was responding well to it. So he just kind of like left, or just went to go watch something. Uh-huh. And then for some reason, right there, I just like I broke down. I was like, yeah. "What the fuck? I think it's what am I doing? Like, I I couldn't be aware enough yeah. to uh, to be able to handle a conversation or like just interact." They're my Did parents. You tell them? Like, I... yeah, we, we we talked about it a bit. Like, he just uh, went downstairs, but then. Uh, um, I think he like came up for ice iced tea or something. Yeah. Uh, and then somehow like um, as he was like going down the stairs, I like I was I said like hey whatever. Somehow got his attention and we started talking. Yeah. After the first couple words, I started choking on my words. Yeah. Fucking, I hated that feeling because I'd always get that when I, whenever I would do something like terrible or like um, I don't know I'd screw up and then yeah like I would get yelled at. And that would be, like, the moment I would, like, try to confess or, like, explain my side of the story. Right. It felt like one of those moments, and I was choking on my words, but I plowed through it and said what I needed to say. Like, hey, like, I didn't really mean to ignore you like that or whatever. I can't remember what all happened, but um, just elaborating how we both were feeling. Yeah. And and connected beyond that. But And here's the thing. And... um, there's there's a part where we take responsibility for our actions, right? We're like, 
we acknowledge if what we did right and what we did wrong, right? Um, in that case, you didn't do anything wrong. Your ba- your hormones were out of whack, dude. <laughs> like that's a normal thing, and that's that's what is supposed to happen during right. that time. So um, it's not that. Um, I think for you, you we we regress. I, I think I think I don't know if it's regress or repose memories from our old from old trauma or whatever from old uh, old things that hurt us or whatever. So there's sometimes that in our most vulnerable state when we're not even conscious of it where a scenario starts to play similar to what it was that caused that hurt mm-hmm. that we forgot about, that we regressed, that we put it away or whatever. And then there's a there's the scenario that happens and it's and live it in the moment. Exactly. And then it comes back up and then that's where like you're you're in the game but then at the same time you you have your emotions are out of whack. Your dad is um, uh, doing similar actions to what he used to do and you are trying to put two and two together and your mind is like not even there anymore it's not even focused on the game it's, it's starting just... to spiral out of like exactly whoa, whoa 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 so when you actually felt that moment that's when you're how do you say it your soul connects with your heart again and then that's where it's like oh damn just fucking dumped full of like more hormones yeah rushing through my body but i think the best growth out of that uh, was that moment as well as like whenever it might have been a few weeks later possibly my hormones still out of check or whatever but um i snapped at my sister one night it was actually during uh, another rioting lockdown thing oh yeah, yeah or something they were like hey we're having a curfew at like 7 p.m or something yeah something super we were having it was retarded we were having rehearsal yeah and i was like okay i'll We'll we'll wrap it up at like six thirty and I'll leave, get home. We go a few minutes later, my sister calls me and it's like, Hey, I just wanna make sure like you're either staying there or, you know, like coming back. Right. Or just, you know, stay there. Right. Um and it was like seven o'clock on the dot or something. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, I'm I'm on like I'm headed out right now, I'm on the road and she's like, Okay. Is that and I say the stupidest thing and i said is this fun is that fine yeah with a little bit of attitude too much actually yeah um and there was a bit of silence and i can't remember what happened she said like okay whatever you know just like see when you get home yeah and it was that moment i was like fuck yeah <sighs> i let my tongue slip again yeah i mean at the same t- for me i always cuz i feel I very independent you yeah. know like i don't want somebody i do and don't need anybody to care for me but what were you i'm sorry i cut no, you off no that was it that's what i was gonna say is just that like we are independent creatures that creatures monsters or whatever uh my sister did my sister was um on, on another level when the pandemic happened i was living in the apartment and she was like i was leaving to the casino when the outbreak happened and she's like hey you probably shouldn't go and i'm like I was already out. <laughs> like, I'm leaving. I had I don't care about this stuff. Later that I found out, like, what was actually happening, and then things got brought up to the forelight, I'm like, oh, damn. This is real. This is something. Like, until, like, you know, you got to see it, actually. I wasn't paying attention to any of that stuff. I was walking out the door. And then when I got back, they're both hysterical and are just kind of starting to set these rules. of like, when you come home, wear a mask and go to the bathroom, take a shower. They put all of these restrictions and rules on me. For their own sake. And I try to respect it as much as possible. The problem is, though, when you try to um, 
when there's all these rules, I'm an idiot, by the way. I'm like the biggest idiot. I'm gonna forget, <laughs> you know. And uh, but when I'm when I'm outside, I'm pretty conscious of everything. You know what I mean? So like, I try not to let people kiss me. Uh, your your awareness you know? is there, but sometimes just like cognitive logic just. It yeah. misses us. Because like, when I go to Home Depot, I usually make out with like two people like right away. And I try not to do that anymore in the pandemic, you know? But like that. that's understandable. Sometimes there's like <laughs> a nice MILF there, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I try not to like – I try to keep my clothes on half the time. It's like – Half I, the time. But like we both – you meant – I think you hit the nail on the head yeah. there earlier when you started. We don't wear our pants. Yeah. We really don't. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pretty We're not cute. wearing pants right now. Uh, <laughs> so things like that. Like, okay – I'm a pretty like I'm a pretty dumb dumb when it comes to like all of these rules and all that stuff, but I'm not as I'm very socially out there when like when I when I go out in public, yeah, I'm gonna wear a mask. I'm gonna wear my clothes. I'm gonna you know I I don't talk to anybody anyway. I try not to, and but things just kind of end up happening or whatever. So it's like no matter all of these rules that happen, which is I try to respect them as much as possible because my sister was pregnant and all that stuff, and they're both you know. Um, my sister and her husband are just like trying to do their best to keep themselves healthy and me being the uh, what's it called the variant as it were uh, someone that needs to go out but I see everything that's going on outside and it's more horrific than anything you could see in the news to be honest (laughs) I actually know what's happening so I, I can adapt a lot quicker the main thing is that I understand when all these rules are being put on you and it's it's not the you get a little frustrated that like i you know I, I'll, we're gonna be fine yeah like, <laughs> everything's gonna be okay <laughs> you know what i mean so i i totally get that our timer did go off but um let's just wrap up real quick man this has been a very insightful podcast for the both of us absolutely we haven't caught up in a week man but a lot of things has happened this week um, I got to know more people. I got to know that there's other, there's a, uh, another world out there with Smash Bros that Kevin runs that I want to get Kevin on this podcast so that yes. this dude just will not give me a straight answer of what he does. And we just, we've never talked. Like, even that night at Smash Bros, he was playing with another person. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I like, will never have an opportunity to just chat, which is yeah. weird. We'll, we'll get him on the podcast and it'll be very insightful, I feel. Yes. So we're going to do that. And, um, oh, yeah. So. Like I said before, guys, um, I have um, we have our Gmail account. We have um, if you want to send us questions. Otherwise, also find us on Instagram. We'll uh, at uh, Twin Chickens Podcast or Twin yep. Chickens, and just DM us if that's easier for you. Don't have to worry about an email. Just yep. find us on a social media. And send also, us a message. Yep, and also the if you want uh, the tip link, like I said, that's the way that you guys can support the show anything helps honestly and just you guys watching is amazing but if you guys want to send us questions using our tip link we can read them here live on the show and just have a really good time it's just an easier way for us to track everything um we're going to put our all of our tags and everything um into the description of this video and let's just let's just take it out man let's just watch one last one and then we'll just we'll cut it out uh thank you for coming and uh this was a good time Absolutely, this, this was a, this was a great session. I'm I'm glad we were able to have a have the time to be able to, to podcast this yeah, week. Yeah, man, this has been insightful. I wish we could go on, but let's just watch this last one. Let's get out of here. Cool. All right. Bye.